Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Wednesdays are always, Sean, going to be busy days for us in football season. I mean, Shield Capati at 7, Ross Tucker from 8.30 to 9.30. Select, select uh, Wednesdays. Rob Thompson joins us as he will Today at 9 o'clock, obviously we like to get a lot of calls in as well. And, John, we also love the opportunity to talk to the Eagles Star Center. And there aren't many star centers in the world. Well, usually they're in the world of basketball, actually. But there is a star (laughs) center in pro football. His name is Jason Kelsey, and he'll join us every week at this time. Sponsored by PDQ Signature Systems. If you're in the restaurant, hospitality, or casino business, you need a PDQ POS system. With PDQ POS, you'll sell more, earn more, and work less. If you want the best, trust PDQ POS. Visit PDQPOS.com. Hey, Jason, we're excited to have you on each week on the show, pal. How you been, man? Doing all right, John. How you doing? Good, man. Very good. Well, I know you got a quick turnaround to the next game tomorrow night. We'll get to that shortly, but let's do a little look back to what happened on Sunday. Congrats on the win, of course. It was obviously a, a different kind of offensive performance, one that's been, you know, kind of criticized in some fronts. What was it like for you out there? It was a bit of a struggle. What do you think was going on of why the offense didn't hum to the same degree it did last year? Yeah, I mean, obviously a really sloppy game for us. Um, you know, first quarter, I thought we did some good things. And then, you know, as soon as, uh, you know, we got up 16, and we just started stalling out. And credit to New England, they adjusted and started stopping some of the runs and things that we were doing and started mixing it up and throwing some things that we hadn't really seen before. But, you know, we got to adjust better. We got to communicate better. We got to execute better. Um, you know, I think it's across the board – um, you know, it's it's always good to play poorly and still get a W. Yeah, yeah. I think we all we all know that that could have very easily not been a win. And credit to New England, man. I mean, I know you know we're expectations are high. We're a really, really good team, but they're a good team too. I mean, their front seven, their defense, they were good last year. We knew we were in store for a tough matchup, but you know, um, now we get to watch that tape and come back and play a team that largely plays a lot of similar things this week in uh, Minnesota. How were the Patriots able to stymie the, the bread and butter inside zone? You know, we didn't, we, we were doing a lot of, um, I don't know if I want to get into the schemes of it, but you know, I think that power stuff, um, different stuff. Yeah. yeah different we, stuff we, were, we were doing that. a lot of, we were doing a lot of, we were, we were doing a lot of different stuff that we like against the fronts we were seeing. And Mm. they were doing little things like Bill Belichick always kind of does that takes away what he knows you want to get to. And I thought that they did a great job at that. And, um, you know, these are plays that we usually like against the fronts and things that we were getting. And uh, we just weren't quite executing on it. Um, And I think that um, the inside zone play – some of the zones might have helped get that more open, but I think, you know, they're, again, they're a good front, and they do a good job of taking off double teams and making guys get into one, one-on-one situations at the line, building one line of defense, 
And, um, you know, I, I mean, I, this is why Bill is one of the best in the game, yeah. and they have good players, yeah. A.J. Brown talked about how the, he was throwing all the curveballs out. It sounds like you're you're saying the same thing. Did the game film give you the, the information to correct those things? Do you feel more confident moving forward that it will look different? Yeah, absolutely. I think, I think um, you're always adjusting. You're always seeing things in games where you're like, man, if we only would have done that or if we only would have got to this. Um, you can't defend everything, uh, no matter how good you are. And I think that ultimately moving forward, I think it'll be good for us uh, to to move forward and, and make corrections and be better prepared for the next time teams are doing similar things. Jason Kelsey with us says he will be every Wednesday at this time. Jason, how tough were those weather conditions? I mean, you played through just about everything, including the snowball back in 2013. How tough was that one on Sunday in New England? It was tough early on. Um, the second half, there wasn't really any weather out there. Um, and even in the first half, like second quarter or so, the rain wasn't really a factor, I didn't think, at that point. Um, it did. I mean, it was a good wake-up call for everybody. I think we had a, a run early on, and luckily they had a penalty, but it was a botched snap. And mm-hmm. you know, I think the officials sometimes forget when it's raining to really hold that ball and don't – set it down until we break the huddle and the guy just let it sit there for a, a while and it was just getting soaked and as soon as I put my hand on it, I'm like oh man this ain't gonna be good mm-hmm. um but I think you know they didn't end up playing a factor in the game that much I really don't think how did it feel playing next to Cam Jurgens, uh real football for the first time I, I tell you what and you know I don't want to you know make expectations or whatever but I thought Cam played a, a freaking great game. Um, I think that, um, you know, he was one of the best up front, if not the best guy, I thought, this past week. Uh, really did a great job in pass pro. We're going to have to continue to iron out communication stuff. You know, it was our first game next to each other. And, you know, I think for me, I just have to over-communicate and, and overly do it um, by the book especially to start off, because I think that that's kind of, you know, when you get used to playing next to guys for a long time, you kind of just get into that feel, and that was a, a wake-up call for me to be like, okay, now I, I just got to – this dude is is freaking killing it right now. We just all need to be on the same page, and I need to do a better job at that. You know, Jason, one of the things I think for us um, on the outside, it's interesting to observe Sirianni and his style. You know, year three, we're going to learn more than year one and two just because, you know, more is happening. Um What's his style in a moment like this? Like when the team wins but struggles to a large extent on offense, does he dig in on you guys? Does he go harder after you guys? I know it's a short week, but does he really make a point to say, yo, guys, come on, we can be better than this? I mean, it always depends on how the game went and all these things and factors. I think, um, obviously, short week, unfortunately, you have to move on quickly. Yeah. And, um, so you, you, you can't really dwell on it that much. I mean, Monday, we're right away focused on Minnesota. And I think position coaches and stuff are kind of focusing a little bit. I know, I know Stout was on things that we need to get corrected and be ready for moving forward. Um, but I think, uh, you know, Nick's whole message was just, you know, we can't let these things stall us out. We gotta make we got to make adjustments better. We, gotta, we can't be as sloppy. I mean, he was – the things that really get Nick – very frustrated 
um, and really any coach, are the things that are just like stupid, right? Like, you know, we had like substitution things <laughs> yeah. happening in the yeah. game, and like that can't happen. And like these, those little things almost ended up costing us the game. So I think, um, you know, we're it's always kind of dependent on what the mistakes look like, why they happen, you know, how how how, how dumb were the mistakes or penalties or whatever, and um, you know. Most of the time, though, I would say Nick is very much. Um, let's just make corrections and move forward. Yeah. It's it's not as emotion filled as maybe he usually is, or quite frankly, do I think what I've heard sometimes he's like with the coaches upstairs. But um, <laughs> so he so he digs in on those guys. Let those guys take the take the rap. Yeah. Well, that's, what, that's what that's what Jimmy Johnson used to do. Jimmy Johnson used to talk about he coaches the players, but he also coaches the coaches. You know, so I mean, yeah. that's that's part of pro football being a head coach. So, so Jason, let's get you know, you guys got a game coming up against Minnesota, and I'm always fascinated by this concept. Before a week one, no one on the team's going to say, "Yep, we peaked ahead of Minnesota," because you know you look ridiculous if if you say that when you have a game to play week one. But when you know you have a Thursday night game and you know it in August, does yeah. the team spend some time in August and early September? preparing a little bit for Minnesota, knowing, like, you know they're on the schedule, it's a short turnaround. Do you actually spend some time on that? I'm sure they did. I'm I'm sure that they knew there was a Thursday game, and whether it was in the offseason or whatnot, they got early looks at the issue kind of a little bit is that Brian Flores was in Miami two years ago, and this is his first year in Minnesota. So you're kind of looking at tape that, you know, probably is going to be very, very similar, and I think will end up being similar, but – there's always going to be a little bit new wrinkles. Um, and then, uh, but yeah, I'm sure they were looking at tape and, and, and trying to get some type of game plan things um, ahead of time. You know, I, I think that's kind of the way they operate. But, on but, not, but not presented to you guys beforehand. For sure. Yeah. We, we don't know. I, I mean, you know, we talk in training camp sometimes about the upcoming opponents and you're always talking about, you know, especially the first game. I think this week sometimes teams are, you know, coaches are asking a little bit about, you know, Minnesota and New England being so similar, you know, different plays and whatnot. But uh, for the most part, um, you know, they don't really keep that. They certainly don't address it team-wide. Right. You know what I mean? Or, yeah. or, or position group-wide. It's more like fly-by questions about, hey, you know, this team does this, or what do you think about that? And I think uh, they're clearly focused on that a little bit in training camp also trying to stay in, in, in the moment and whatnot. Jason, from your experience with the short week, how much more do you guys lean into the basic stuff, your more familiar practice repped offensive plays, you know, the core plays when the week's so condensed? Yeah, I mean, I definitely do. I think, um, you know, you, you, you don't have as much time to go over extremely complicated looks and things like that. So you, right. you kind of got to go over the week. Um, and sometimes that's the best thing you can do, to be honest with you. I mean, sometimes sure, you wish you do that all the, the time. But, um, I think, uh, and especially against, you know, who we're playing this week. I mean, Flores are, will rip zeros out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I mean, blitz heavy. He's going to throw a lot of different looks. Um, so you, you, you want to be in things that you're, you're going to be able to communicate in. And, and execute properly, you know, to be able to handle all that stuff. 
You know, Jason, since we last talked to you, the, the premiere of your show, Kelsey, came out, Amazon Prime. You happy with that? I mean, first off, congrats. And what you what'd you make of the final product? You know, I'm happy with it. Um, you know, I think it, it's real. It's authentic. Um, you know, it's meaningful to my family and I. I think it represents the city really well and, I, and my teammates. So, you know, I, I'm really happy with it. I think um, – I don't know how it'll do. I think it's doing okay right now on Amazon, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, this is something that you know we'll have for the rest of our lives for my family. And I think it was—I don't know—it just felt like it, there was something that needed to be put out there. Yeah. So uh, I enjoyed it. Well, you know the deal, Jason and Rocky. You know, Rock Rocky <laughs> One doesn't you know win, but then there's Rocky Two. Yeah. So I'm looking for Kelsey Two next summer. I, if you catch I my draft, you know. <laughs> I, I, I think I picked up what you're putting down. I wouldn't mind that at all. Hey, Jason, good luck against the Minnesota Vikings, and uh, we look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks, man. Right, thanks, Joe. All right, there he is, Jason. Uh, Jason Kelsey. Two, Kelsey, one. two. Let's do it, baby. Kelsey, two. That'll be a theme all year. Kelsey, two.